Hello and welcome to To Be Honest, I May Be Wrong, episode zero, the introduction. In this episode, I'm going to cover some of the background of this podcast, my personal background, uh, and kind of why I started doing this. To start, I'm not sure if the term podcast is the correct one. Um, these are more like mini essays recorded and set to a conversational tone. I know that people are busy and don't have time to read essay after essay after essay on random opinions, so I wanted to make something easily digestible while people multitask and leave valuable reading time to things like digging for facts and figures or maybe looking through some of the links that I drop here in the comments. This project started out of frustration. Uh, for a while now, I've been silent on a number of topics or really every topic. No one seems to want to hear each other out or have an open discussion. Um, also, the cancel culture is just out of control these days. So having an opinion risks your job, your friendships, your social credit. But in the silence, I started to feel angry and guilty, like I was committing little lies of omission, just smiling and diverting topics as people repeated the same stale, socially acceptable opinions over and over. And I dodged conversation to avoid angering them and inducing social outrage. I also felt guilty because I knew that I was passively contributing to the death of free speech in the marketplace of ideas, two things that are extremely important to me. I believe that bad ideas should be defeated, not silenced, and we should be approaching our fellow citizens as neighbors, not enemies. My personal opinions have evolved over the course of my life thanks to the availability of books, essays, documentaries, and debate with fellow citizens. I truly believe that censorship of such things would have stunted my growth as a human being. I'll illustrate my point with a brief story. At uh, one of my jobs, I worked with a transgender woman. She identifies as a woman now. Uh, and she asked for some basic assistance with some professional development. So I offered some help like I would to any employee. And a few days later, a gentleman pulled me aside and thanked me for offering her that help. He explained that she had become very important to him. When he had come to the company, he was extremely bigoted towards LGBTQ people. Uh, he thought they were evil and had a lot of hatred in his heart for them. But through working with this other employee, he had come to realize that these were humans and individuals like any other. And he broadened his perspective, changed his opinions, and had a lot of love in his heart for this community now. Imagine if someone had found out about this man's personal opinions through maybe a social media post or something like that and got him fired early on in his time with the company. He never would have had the opportunity to go through this change, this evolution, and grow as a human being. It's important to recognize the difference between actions and ideas. Bad actions have clear, near-term, bad outcomes and must be stopped in the near term to prevent harm. Bad ideas cause harm over the long term and must be defeated through open, honest debate in the marketplace of ideas in a continual process of evolution. Suppression and censorship don't defeat bad ideas. They merely push them underground or force people to hide these ideas 
dwell on them and cement them in their consciousness. In order to have intellectual honesty, we must have a free and open marketplace of ideas. Which brings us to my choice for a title, To Be Honest, I May Be Wrong. Uh, in order to be honest, in order to have intellectual honesty, we must allow each other to be wrong. So there's a little bit of a dual meaning here. Uh, I am putting out my opinions, and if I'm being honest with you, these opinions may be wrong. I am constantly evolving, and in a year I might say something completely different. I might have my mind changed. Someone may present me with evidence that convinces me that what I said today was not correct. But also, in order for me to be honest with you, in order to have intellectual honesty, I must be allowed. I may be wrong. Now I'll give you a little bit of my personal background, uh, not because I think that's important or it gives me any credibility whatsoever, but because I'm aware that we all have internal biases, myself included, and hopefully in giving you a brief background, you'll be able to identify the filters through which I see the world uh, and help you interpret the opinions that I present. First of all, uh, I'm not going to give my name. Uh, I'm going to choose to remain semi-anonymous, not out of fear, but because I don't think my identity really matters right now. You can think of me as every and any person with the right to have an opinion and be wrong. I assume for many listening, my name and identity will already be known, especially if I choose to distribute this by mailing list uh, to avoid censorship. And if someone asks who I am or anything like that, I'm certainly not asking anyone to help me conceal my identity. Uh, I just don't think that it's necessarily relevant at this time. So a brief history of my life. Uh, I was an army brat growing up, moved around quite a bit. Uh, I enlisted in the army myself at the age of 19 on what is called an 18 x-ray contract for those of you familiar. I became a Green Beret at a pretty young age. And I'm going to go ahead and pause here to address some things regarding that career path. Before you conjure up the fantasy that people typically do when they hear Green Beret, let me just say that my career was underwhelming to say the least. At least when compared to the fantasy most people have. I worked hard, I deployed to combat zones, I did everything I could to serve at the highest levels on the front lines, but fate never really put me in the positions that I thought I would be challenged with, uh, or the ones that you're probably imagining when you hear the term Green Beret. My measure of success as a special operator is that my teammates seemed to respect me, want me around, and kept in touch after I left. And for those reasons, I think it's fair to characterize my time in the service as honorable, but mediocre. After the military, I attended college, got a degree in mechanical engineering, and worked for a brief time as an engineer at a research and development lab, and eventually found myself in the world of business operations leadership. Hopefully this information helps you sift through my ideas and filter them through the lens of my experience. Uh, and please stay engaged. You can engage with me over social media at, on Instagram at tbh underscore I may be wrong or by the podcast email. 
Uh, to be honest, I may be wrong at gmail.com. And whether you're into those things or not, I encourage you to stay engaged with your fellow citizens. Uh, and I mean real engagement, not engaging with online trolls or arguments, but open, honest dialogue that keeps the marketplace of ideas alive. I was in a bar the other night and I saw on the wall a quote of Benjamin Franklin's that I really enjoy. It was the one that goes something like, beer is proof that God exists and wants us to be happy. Uh, but it reminded me of another quote of his that I really like uh, when he was asked, uh, Mr. Franklin, have you given us a republic or a monarchy? And he replied something like, a republic if you can keep it. It is the duty of the citizen, not government, to protect liberty. By definition, government cannot give freedom by seizing power. We the people must exercise and insist upon our rights. So be honest, allow yourself to be wrong sometimes, and be fearless in the exercise of your rights. Thanks for listening, and remember, in everything I've said here and everything I will say going forward, I may be wrong, but that ability to test ideas, learn, and grow is what makes this country great.